0: Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host. Paul Lawrence Van. Good day. Good day, everyone. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Vann, host of Wealth Academy Podcast, and I am honored to be with you. One of the things that I want to talk about today involves finances, personal finances as they impact people. And of course, it's in line with our mantra, which is wealth is more than just money. And here we are in the eighth month of 2021, and new findings are coming out. I conducted some research, and I'm going to share that with you today to enlighten you, to empower you to move steps further. Now, one of the things to look at is that uh, through an assessment, uh, more Americans, uh, they view their current finances uh, much lower, and they have acknowledged this much lower than last year. So there's Uh, One of the things that we have to consider ourselves with as we move forward with our own personal finances. So the uh, assessment is is that the current finances are not much lower than last year. So 50% of Americans now say their financial situation is actually getting worse. So uh, one of the things to start preparing yourself, if you have that opportunity and that ability and the platform to do so is to start saving money find a side hustle and and find you a a gig on the side to help you to earn more money to make up for the deficit. So uh, 49% of people rate their current finances positively. And that's down from 56% from last year. And then there's a record high 50% believe their financial situation is getting worse, which I'm pretty sure some people understand because inflation is really hitting home, whether it's with the price of gas, with food, uh, medical costs, you name it, everything seems to be really taking an uptick in terms of increase. And then, of course, younger adults are mostly affected by the recent economic downturn because they're still trying to get their footing uh, in this newfound pandemic uh, environment in which we live. And so one of the things to consider and to uh, take into account is that unemployment has surged to the top of the list when Americans are are asked to name the most important financial problems facing their family. And significantly more adults, particularly young adults are worried now than were worried a year ago about being able to pay housing costs and other financial obligations. And uh, one of the things uh, to take into consideration is that what is happening is there are a lot of jobs that are out there from corporations, nonprofits, small businesses, and people are not accepting the jobs that they have. What they're really concerned with is, do I have medical costs, uh, medical uh, healthcare that goes with it? Uh, Do I have enough money to earn to, to feed my family, to feed myself, the housing, you name it, transportation? and uh, all of these things are being taken into consideration. And it's something I want you to take into consideration as well. And so uh, again, when we look at it, currently 49% of Americans strive their financial situation as either excellent or good. And then a year ago, 56, excuse me, percent of people rated their finances positively. And of course, uh, from the research, it states that decline has been entirely offset by an increase in the percentage saying their situation is only fair. So to me, only fair means not good about Is that perhaps what it is? And so that's something to, to consider and find yourself to ask yourself that question. And then 15% of Americans describing their financial situation as poor, it's the same as last year. And uh, that, that's really a tough situation uh, for people that that uh, in that position of being poor, and then uh, more Americans rate their financial situation positively now than did so doing and immediately after the Great Recession, which we know took place back in two thousand eight, uh, two thousand twelve. So forty two percent of Americans on average said their finances were excellent or good. So um, at least now uh, with this pandemic, and we're still at the ebb and flow of it, we don't know when it's coming to an end. Uh, It's reflecting 42% in the great recession that we had in the past, and now uh, 49% uh, for people uh, doing this post, what we call the post-pandemic area. And uh, I believe that we're gonna eventually get past this. And then uh, a separate question finds 67% of Americans say they have enough money to live comfortably right now. Uh, So I want you to ask yourself that question. Uh, Do you have enough money to live comfortably right now? And that's just an individual question assessments for yourself. And then virtually it's unchanged from a year ago at 66%. And similar to 2008 to 2011 when it ranged between 65% and 69. So there are some comparables there uh, between what happened with the great recession and this pandemic but the difference being that the pandemic, of course, uh, took so many lives as a result of it. Uh, But while most Americans' uh, finances have not deteriorated in the first few weeks of widespread social distancing measures to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus, they don't expect that to continue. Uh, By 50% to 35% of Americans say their financial situation is getting worse rather than getting better uh, marking a sharp reversal from last year. Significantly, more Americans also thought their finances were getting worse rather than better in April of 2008 towards the beginning of the Great Recession. So that Great Recession was really uh, tough. A lot of people lost their home to mortgage foreclosure. Many, many people were being sued uh, by uh, lenders, credit credit card companies, personal loans, student loans, you name it, because they lost their job. They literally lost everything. And so it's not unusual to see this. Now, some positive ratings of uh, one's finances have uh, fallen a bit in the past year, uh, specifically amongst the middle income Americans, which is down by 12%, then among lower income, down five, and upper income Americans, down seven. However, optimism that their finances are improving fell much sharply among the upper income group. So they're feeling the pain as well. Now, many younger adults appear to have already been adversely affected by recent economic changes, and there's a has a 13% decline among 18 to 29 year olds in the percentage rating, their current finances positively, roughly twice the decline seen among those aged 50 and, and older. Uh, young adults also show a disproportionately large decline in their personal financial expectations moving forward. And a lot of that has to do with the type of job they had. They lost jobs. They do not not earn as much as someone who was in their uh, 50s and, and older. So that's, that's part of it. So there's uh, changes in some positive financial evaluations. Um, and that comparison is by income and by age. So uh, that's really what's taking place. On that note, now the next thing I'm going to talk about is unemployment. Of course, we I talked about it briefly earlier about the fact that uh, many people lost their job due to the companies completely. Some companies going completely out of business, others operating at 50% capacity with staff, and then others remain uh, operating, such as the federal government, but they did it from a remote location, and so uh, that. Unemployment actually uh, was a big issue because unemployment insurance uh, and the payments that people receive also have been curtailed. And uh, there were basically, when it comes to unemployment, there was a lack of money most commonly, it was the most commonly cited financial problem. So uh, when asked to name in their own words the most important financial problem facing their family, 12% of U.S. adults mentioned unemployment or job loss a year ago, 3% gave that response That nine point increase aligns with reports that more than 20 million Americans have been laid off as many businesses around the country have been forced to close or dramatically scale back operations to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus. And all of this is understandable because we were dealing with the unknown. And so unemployment was a big issue because people said, do not come to work. You'll spread the, the virus. So you have the frontline workers, people who are are police officers, you have um, firefighters, you have people who are in transportation, buses, uh, subways, you have people at the grocery stores. Of course, you have the hospitals with the doctors, nurses, and medical staff. And so everyone was impacted, including you and I. And so what, what's taken place is that 12% mentioning unemployment or job loss is the highest it has been or measure since it was first asked uh, back in 2005. And on several occasions from 2009 to 2011, another time of widespread joblessness, 10 or 11% said unemployment was the most important financial problem facing their family. Uh, so nearly as many Americans today say lack of money is their biggest financial challenge. Although the 11% say so is unchanged from last year. So there's always some fluctuation that's pl- taking place in the economy. Uh, and a lot of it depends on the industries as well. For example, the tech industry is not as impacted um, as much as, say, the agriculture. Because agriculture, people have to physically get out and they have to uh, pick fruit. As a part of their job or plant the gardens for food for people to eat. So, there's a difference in technology where you can actually work remotely and still uh, produce quite a bit of product our systems for an uh, organization. So, uh, as Americans' uh, financial concerns have shifted to lack of employment, uh, they have shifted away from healthcare costs. And uh, mentions of healthcare have fallen from 17% last year to 8% now. So the percentage mentioning taxes shows a similar decline of seven points from 8% to 1%. Then unemployment is first or tied for first among all income groups, as well as among both those who say their financial situation is getting better and those who say it's getting worse. And again, young adults are significantly more likely than older age groups to say unemployment and housing costs are the biggest financial problems they're facing now because of the apartments that they're uh, leasing or renting and then houses they're either uh, purchasing and are leasing. So um, it, it uh, has a, a high impact on our younger folks because their income levels are not as high. So 22% of 18 to 29 year olds mentioned unemployment or job loss, nearly twice the percentage of those aged 30 to 64, which is 12%. 17% of 18 to 29-year-olds mentioned housing costs as their biggest financial problem. compared with 10% of those aged 30 to 49 and 6% of those aged 50 to 64 and 3% of those aged 65 and older. The older people, of course, have retired. Uh, They may be small business owners. They receive social security. So they have more than one stream of income. And uh, that speaks a volumes for them uh, in, in regards to um, their ability to make it and those who are younger that can't. And so what are some of the other things uh, that are uh, specific to financial obligations, uh, that worries? Um, so America is worried about four specific financial issues. The greater of these is a nine-point increase since 2019, and the percentage of Americans worried about not having enough money to pay their rent, mortgage, or other housing costs. And that's shifted from 39 30% to 39%. Uh, There have also been meaningful spikes in Americans' levels of worry about not having enough money to pay normal monthly bills, making minimum payments on credit cards, and being able to maintain their standard of living. So Here, you know, we are are being able to see uh, that people are really having some struggles now. And as the economy resets, things will start to improve. So uh, that's uh, something that I wanted to share with you all today. And um, I will see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And take this information and apply it to who you are and uh, make that your own personal assessment. My time is up and I thank you for yours. Have a tremendous day and I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Thank you for listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes.